This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back to Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. I'm Alex Smythe. The Ontario Disability Employment Network's annual Rethinking Disability Conference wrapped up yesterday. But my uh, coverage of the event continues because on Monday I had a chance to speak with a number of presenters from the event. I interviewed them remotely from this studio here in Toronto. And I had a chance to speak with Maureen Hahn as part of that coverage. Maureen is the president and CEO of the Canadian Council on Rehabilitation and Work. She is also a board member for Accessibility Standards Canada. She discussed the progress of the Accessible Canada Act. So here's my conversation with Maureen now. Hi, Maureen. How are you doing today? Good, Alex. How are you? I'm not too bad. So your seminar focuses on reviewing the Accessible Canada Act. Why is it so valuable and important to provide an in-depth review? So so I think that we're really going to be focusing on uh, the standard that has been developed for inclusive employment. So employment uh, for people with disabilities, because a new uh, standard has just been released. It's under review right now. And I think it's really important for everybody to understand what that means and how people can get involved. And so what are the, the biggest questions, concerns that you have or, or that you have come across with regards to the mm-hmm. ACA and the new standards? So I will tell you, I feel that the uh, the that the standard for employment is actually a very good standard. Uh, I feel it's quite robust. Um, uh, uh, the consultations that we did also felt that it was it hit it hits everything that it needs to hit for employment uh, for people with disabilities, both both focusing on what the workers' needs are and what the business needs are, where people need to be. Um, um, aware of of accommodations, for example, policies, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there were just three areas that we felt needed to have a little bit more of um, an emphasis. Uh, can I tell you what those three areas were? Absolutely, please tell me more. So, <laughs> so the first one is uh, is talking about disability confidence. So throughout the um, throughout the standard, there's a little bit of jargon here and a little bit of jargon there. But we, what we really want to do is pump up the fact that employers and businesses need to be disability confident in their hiring practices. They're hiring, they're onboarding, they're uh, they're, they're when when people with disabilities are their employees, um, all the way up to um, advancement, and then of course exiting a job. If you're not disability confident then sometimes that flips into a bit of um, of a disability management system where you're thinking about it's more about insurance and you're thinking about it's about an injured worker rather than this is a person with a disability, how can I make my workplace disability confident in order to make sure that this person brings their best self to work? So that's the first area. Um, and then the second area that we talked about is an accommodation fund, a national accommodation fund. We feel that if 
there is such a thing as undue hardship, for example, that employers are saying it's too expensive to do an accommodation, that we're calling for the national government to have a national accommodation fund that small to medium-sized employers would be able to access. And then they would be able to get that funding to be able to provide the accommodations to their workers and then not have that undue hardship. Um, and I have to be honest with you, my the third one has escaped my mind at this moment. I don't know why. That, that's that's not a but problem at two, all. Two of the three. <laughs> two of the three. That's that's uh, still uh, they're very positive in terms of you know really trying to establish that it's like these the accommodations are are basically just being woven into any basic workplace that the, these should just really not reflect going out of your way to uh, to really create a new standard for an, uh, an employee. This should just be ingrained in Canadian workplaces uh, across the country. And I, I think that exactly. is, that's really kind of the philosophy that seems to kind of permeate through, especially with even the ACA and just trying to make uh, all of Canada, just especially on the federal side, accessible for anyone and just barrier free. Exactly. And, and, and they've, they've established that date of 2040. Where we are currently, do you feel confidence in that goal being reached and then in uh, focusing in on the employment side that, you know, the, the standards and, and the changes that have been uh, uh, put forward, that they're going to be adopted in widespread come January 1st, 2020, uh, 2040? So it's a good question, and I don't have a crystal ball, of course. Um, I will say that I think that we've got, um, we've got ourselves set up properly for it. I think it's a big task. I think it's an arduous task. I think that it needs everybody involved. I don't think that it can be up to one standard, for example, for employment, or, you know, we're talking about the Canada disability benefit, for example, and what that means for people with disabilities to get people with disabilities out of poverty and get them to a point where work is actually a feasible option because they don't have to worry about if they're going to pick between daycare or bread or their rent, for example, they, 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 that's the idea of the Canada Disability Benefit. But all of this is all still really new and we don't know how it's going to play out. So we have, what is it, 16 years <laughs> until 2040. Um, <laughs> it's not a lot, it's not a lot of time, but I think that, I think we've set it up properly. And I'm just going to go back, Alex, because I remembered the third point. Okay. And that was, that we felt that we should not have, um, there shouldn't be targets that it should, that uh, for employers. So for for example, it's talking some parts of it, uh, of the standard allude to the fact that uh, there should be targeted. So, so like a ratio of people with disabilities working at federally regulated entities. And we're saying that there needs to be a benchmark, that we need to make sure that there's a benchmark, but targets can be quite limiting. And sometimes um, uh, it can even tokenize people with disabilities. Like we have to have somebody with a disability working for us, so we better get Joe in the mailroom, um, as opposed to really doing a benchmark of, of, of an organization and figuring out where they can um, expand their, uh, their hiring practices of people with disabilities. Now, Maureen, for yourself, you wear multiple hats. You're, you're not only the president and CEO of the Canadian Council on Rehabilitation and Work, but you're also a board member uh, for the Accessibility Council. Like, how do you 
leverage both those roles and and really push accessibility forward and then specifically within uh, the workplace and employment like how are you been able to really push forth the accessibility of employment for Canadians so uh, thanks thanks for asking that question and it is it's it's uh, it's exhausting <laughs> but it's 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 fascinating and I think that the time is just right you know we talked about this a little bit earlier that we've got our ducks set up right now and um, and I, I have seen I, I'm able to tell people I've seen a change since uh, since I started at CCRW back in 2012 I've seen a change for employment for people with disabilities I've seen the stat change from less than 50% to 55% um, and that's big like that's huge. That tells that tells me that that all of the players are working in the right direction to push this forward to make sure that we are noticing the talent of people with disabilities in Canada, and that we're not doing pity hires. That we're actually saying, "Hey, I need that innovation in my place. I want that innovation. I need that lived experience that um, that that will that will bring that innovation." and for businesses that are not thinking about that and that are not doing that, they're going to fall behind. We see a lot of businesses closing right now post-COVID, and there's a lot of reasons for that. But the labor market is is probably the main one. It's tough to find people and hold on to people right now. And so, if we don't modify our places of work, we're not going to we're not going to succeed. So, both my roles at Accessibility Standards Canada on the board and also at CCRW really allow me to bridge those two places of policy and practice to really uh, to, to, to help move the needle, I think. I, I'm curious, Maureen, what do you think the biggest barrier hurdle challenge right now when it comes to uh, employment for uh, folks with uh, disabilities in Canada? Is there one thing that needs still needs the most work to to address to really kind of change whether it's it's a something perception or, or something more ingrained within our employment structures that whether the the standard has addressed or is is trying to address so it's a that's a really good question and i think that the standard is trying to address this as well uh but i, I would say it's stigma i would absolutely say it's stigma in a um in a survey that ccrw did a few years ago we asked employers, why do you think, these are the employers that of course we work with, so they've hired people with disabilities. And we asked them, why do you think that your colleagues are not hiring people with disabilities? And their answer came back and said, because they think that people with disabilities just can't do the job. And so that's the stigma. And we know that that's not true. So it, but that's the pervasiveness of it. And I think that the exciting part for me, and this is why I think there has been a shift and why there will continue to be a shift is that we're talking now. We're not talking about, oh, this poor person needs a job and so we better give them a job. It's not about that. We're not talking about the rights of somebody to work. We're talking about the talent that they bring into the employment sphere. And, and with that shift, I think that, and, and, and that we continue to talk about that shift. Here, I'm at the Odin conference this week. There's so many people in this room and everybody in the room is talking about employment for people with disabilities, 22% of the population in Canada. That's a huge demographic. And so I think that if we are going to continue to have that conversation, that's the way we make the change. Absolutely. And, and Maureen, you, you, 
You do such great work. You're you're so passionate. You're so involved in in this uh, topic and within this community. Where can folks go to learn more about the work you and your organization is doing and potentially get involved and help? Ah, oh, thanks, Alex. That's great. So uh, we'll give a little plug to the CCRW website. Uh, www.ccrw.org. We have a lot of really great resources on our website uh, uh, for both employers and for uh, job seekers. We have a sister organization now that is helping uh, businesses become disability confident. That's Innova, I-N-N-O-V-A, the Innova solution. Um, they can help uh, business, like I said, become disability confident. Um, and uh, and also check out what we're doing with this uh, the Disability and Work in Canada initiative, DWC. We're having our conference in November. Again, thought thought creators sitting in the room talking about policy. Really, really important stuff. Maureen, thank you so much. You've been so generous with your time. Have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you, Alex. Thanks so much again. Take good care. That was my conversation with Maureen Hahn. Maureen is the president and CEO of the Canadian Council on Rehabilitation and Work. And you can learn more about her organization by visiting ccrw.org, ccrw.org. And for more details about the Accessibility Standards, Can uh, uh, standards Canada, you can visit accessible.canda.ca, accessible.canda.ca. In 60 seconds, Elizabeth Moeller has the weather story of the day. But first, here's Canadian press reporter Karen Rebo with your morning business minute. Canada's main stock index saw modest gains yesterday. Toronto's TSX index rising just 34 points to close at 20,057. New York's Dow Jones average surged 163 points and the Nasdaq crept higher by just 9 points. In Tokyo this morning, the Nikkei index gained 95 points and our dollar is trading overseas this morning a little lower at 73.01 cents US. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau arrived in California yesterday to take part in the APEC summit. After his arrival in San Francisco, Trudeau first met with California Governor Gavin Newsom. From there, Trudeau attended a roundtable discussion about food affordability and then appeared at an APEC reception hosted by U.S. President Joe Biden. Amazon is investing in its first Canadian wind farm. The U.S.-based tech giant will partner with developer Copenhagen Infrastructure Partners on a 495-megawatt wind farm to be built in Vulcan County in southern Alberta. From the Canadian Press Business desk. I'm Karen Rebo. Now it's time to check in on the weather story with Elizabeth Moeller. Elizabeth, you want to take a look at what's been some unsettling weather uh, in, in store for Atlanta, Canada. Yes, we do have something a brewing in Atlantic Canada. This weekend in Atlantic Canada, there is going to be a storm, a strong storm, with a lot of rain and strong winds up to 80 kilometers an hour. The weather is getting kind of wild across Canada this week, especially heading into the eastern part of Canada. There is going to be a lot of moisture in different weather systems that are going to come together over Atlantic Canada this weekend. So this is going to bring heavy rain and strong winds. And this strong system will make Saturday a bit of a washout for the Maritimes. So if you have plans to be outdoors, you might want to do an indoor activity this weekend. 
The weather forecast predicts heavy rainfall around 50 to 100 plus millimeters for Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island, and parts of New Brunswick. And this is because there's extra moisture coming up from the tropics. However, the exact path of the storm is still a bit uncertain, which means we're not sure exactly what kind of weather each area is going to get. So if the storm moves south, we're going to see heavy snow in north and central New Brunswick. And if it moves north, we're going to see a lot of rain. Looking ahead, we predict another storm during the second part of next week. So I would keep an umbrella by the door, some boots and a winter coat because we're not really sure what kind of storm we're going to have. So best to be prepared for all kinds of weather as we move into the weekend in Atlantic Canada. Yeah, it seems like regardless, be prepared for a lot of moisture, whatever form that ends up taking. <laughs> we're not sure if it's them. frozen or <laughs> liquids, liquid moisture. So just be prepared and have lots of clothing on hand. Can't ever hurt to be over-prepared, as the Boy Scouts motto says. Exactly. As a, a former scale myself, yes, you can always be prepared. Elizabeth, thank you. We'll check You're in with welcome. you later in the show. That was Elizabeth Moeller with the weather, but coming up next, a growing number of homeowners are extending their amortization period to pay off their mortgage. Aaron Broverman considers both the advantages and disadvantages of doing so. You're watching now with Dave Brown on AMI. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.